Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Have a Bison's podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Reddit Mavericks. And today we've got a kind of disappointing week once again when it comes to the maps news but we got some fun things to talk about otherwise so oh let's start with three really really close losses they were fun games for the most part but man just devastating at the end first of all i hate the i hate the west coast for existing like time (laughs) is an absolute bullshit thing to you know not yeah, having a game end at midnight is not fun. <laughs> no, especially if it's a loss and everybody is, like, you know, talking and bitching and arguing and, like, some people are happy about it, some people are mad about it. It's yeah. just, it's a shit show every single time. So, well, Especially because it's, like, th- the last game um, against Denver, that was insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, just... we, were up the, we were up almost the entire time. I know. Not the entire time, but like we're up I, like. Well, I remember time. making the joke in the first quarter, being like, "Enjoy it. This is probably the last time we're up tonight." And then we were up by like twelve at one point. Yeah, which was you know like people were hitting their shots. Luke had some amazing plays as always, like. Mm-hmm. Despite was, being injured. Yeah, I mean, man, I'm still mad. Like, I'm still mad he's playing. He's injured, but you can't, you know. You can't tell honestly, him no necessarily. So yeah, honestly, I don't think he's injured so much as he's hurt, um, which you know there is a, a slight difference to mm. that. Mm. And if he's learning himself how to play hurt and how to play through things mm. that might bother him but shouldn't affect his ability to play, I think that that's a good thing, like especially because we are losing and we're not going to make the playoffs. It, this is a good opportunity for him to really figure out like what his limits are, physically speaking, um, when he's hurt and when he's injured. That way, hopefully next year, if we're making a playoff run, he knows when he needs to s- take a step back and when he can keep on pushing, you know? Yeah, I think that's a really good point, actually. So... Rockets game was very frustrating. I thought we were going to win that game. <laughs> yeah, I think I think at some point I thought that we were going to win every single game this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just but, sucks that we lo- it just sucks that we lost against like our in in state rivals. You know. Yeah. Like hate the Rockets, hate the Spurs, yeah. but you know. <laughs> we haven't won a game in the in the month of March, so that's also really great. That's great. March sadness, guys. March sadness. <laughs> <laughs> and what I think I think we're like 0 and 7 on the road. So or we're like on a seven game losing streak on the road. Ugh, that's just terrible. We have a losing record in clutch games again. Oh man, it's just it's been a rough year. Like 
Not you know, start off so twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen season, but twenty nineteen has been rough. Yeah, the like the actual year, like calendar year. Yeah, dude. Yeah, or at least like post All Star break. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Post, especially after we've made all those trades and yeah, you know, people were trying to mesh together and stuff like that. It's just, and I mean, the 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 schedule's not gonna get any easier. Besides, maybe tonight when we play the Cavs, Master yeah. Cavs, man, twenty eleven, but. <laughs> You know, a cash from out. You know, just it's one of those. It's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough ending to the season, which is why we decided to expand our uh, our horizons a little bit. Yeah, in terms absolutely. of podcast content. So, um, spe- speaking of that, like uh, I'm missing the game tonight because I'm taking my daughter for her birthday to a Legends game, uh, so. because I figured the Legends games are much more kid friendly, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, they definitely are. <laughs> um. They've got, like, bounce houses and shit, and it's really cool. So that's what we're doing tonight. Um, Speaking of the Legends, they were uh, featured on Twitch last night, and so I watched the Legends game last night. Did you catch any of it? Uh, No, I was at a uh, drinking game. Oh, that's right, with your brother, right? I'm not hungover, guys, so that's good. But, uh, yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I I was kind of going through your tweets, and I I told my cousin, because my cousin's... uh, I was with my cousin, and he's a huge, mm-hmm. like, he's a big, like, um, Dallas Fuel, like, okay. fan, and he was, I was like, yeah, like, I guess, like, they, they stream, like, the, the, the minor league system, like, teams, because he doesn't really know anything about basketball, really. Yeah. So, I was like, yeah, like, they have a, they have a minor league system, and there's a major league, you know, and then the NBA, like, the major league and stuff like that, and he's like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, oh, they, they, they're streaming their games, huh? And I was like, yeah, and. Like I was gonna put it on, and I was reading your tweets, and I was like, "Oh, we lost," and I was like, "Oh, never mind." Okay. <laughs> that was a good game, though. Like, um, I, I heard, man. I started watching in the second half because I didn't know that it was on Twitch tonight because, um, the the account, the Legends account, didn't think that it was a good idea to tell people. I don't know. Um, I'm sure they're more wanting to get people in the seats than they are wanting people to watch on Twitch. So I understand mm. that. Yeah. Um, but I I saw it. I was looking through Twitch and ha- and they were featured on the front page. So I'm like, oh cool, this is a Legends game. Uh, turned it on, interacted with some people on Twitch. It was kind of cool because I there were some people that were obviously like just joking around, being like, haha, these are great graphics. Is this 2K or NBA Live? Um, oh. <laughs> but there there were some people in the Twitch chat that were general genuinely curious about the G league. And so it was pretty cool to be able to go in there and I'm not an expert by any means, but knowing quite a bit about the G league, just because I'm a huge basketball fan, it was Mm. pretty cool to go in there and like talk to these people and like interact with them and tell them a little bit more about how the G league works. So I, that, that was a lot of fun and watching them play was also really fun. Costas looks like, He's put on some weight, which is really awesome. Yes. Um, Finally. Yeah. So he's looking really good. He's still two years away from being two years away because, uh, you know, that that's the joke. Mm-hmm. But he's developed a lot this season, and it's really good, despite the Legends not being very good, to see both him and Daryl Megan, both of our two-way contracts, like really shine despite the losing. Yeah. Everybody seems familiar. Seems, familiar. <laughs> <laughs> seems to be the theme for this year for both, you know, for both uh, both teams, really. 
Oh yeah, like the Legends are like the worst team in, in the G League. So are they really? God. Yeah, they're like sixteen and thirty-two or something. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the season ends next week. Okay. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> like, yeah. We can talk about more about them a little later, though. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, man. I mean. I don't know what else to say about the Mavs because, like, they're also losing. So I'm trying yeah, to bring some, yeah. something up. Like, you know, and because the Legend season ends next week, um, there should be uh, both Macon and Costas coming up. So if you guys would like, let us know on Twitter. Uh, we'll kind of do a little bit of a deeper dive onto Daryl Macon and Costas onto um before they come up for the remainder of the Mavs season. Yeah. Because um, yeah. God knows if we keep talking about us losing, it's not going to be very fun. No, it's not. You know, again, I don't know if we're going to win another game this year. So it's just even like even with today's like matchup, I just, you know, it's just one of those things for me where I'm like, oh, you know, I look at the schedule and I'm like, yeah, damn, we've lost against like every single team like on the schedule so far. So, yeah, it, it's one of those things that at this point, like it's getting harder and harder to enjoy watching these games because. I there there is a greater than fifty percent chance that we're not even going to keep our pick. So it's not it's not one of those situations where it's like okay we're going to lose and this will just help solidify what pick we're at. It doesn't help solidify what pick we're at. So <laughs> there's yeah. no benefit to it. Also, this is a one player draft. So if you don't I have know, the for one real, pick, dude, there's no like... point in keeping it. In. This draft is so not good. <laughs> Besides Zion, who like I watched a little bit yeah. yesterday and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like it is like it is Zion a- Williamson and no one else. Yeah, it's amazing. Like he's just above me on everybody else in this draft. <laughs> I mean, like, when I say nobody else, I mean it's one of those things. Like after you get past Zion, whoever you pick number two. Uh, is not worth the number two pick. However, you pick three, four, five, they're not worth the pick that they're at. It doesn't mean that they're going to be bad players necessarily. It just means that they're not worth the like value in that moment. The, yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Or the yeah. expected value of that number pick. Yeah. Like think about it this way: Luka Doncic was the number three pick overall last year. Yeah. There's no one anywhere near his caliber uh, other than Zion uh, who was picked five um, Trey oh yeah Trey Young was picked five <laughs> maybe, Trey Young. Ja, maybe Ja Morant is the best point guard in the draft but I'm not even sure he's as good as Trey Young dude I yeah I've, and he's gonna I've, go top five I haven't watched any of that if you want to know about any of that to go to Mavs draft he knows yeah you know <laughs> He watches like he watches the highlights. He watches you know this you know stuff like that. So he knows. More yeah, than- yeah. For for map specific stuff, definitely check out Mavs draft. If you want like just a greater picture on on the draft in general, um, Sam Vecini, the Game Theory podcast, they're really really good about breaking oh, that yeah, stuff really down. Is, yeah. So Sam Vecini's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's gonna wrap up our our Mavs talk for the week. Unless there's anything else that you want to touch on with us sucking. Uh. I like that Luca is being, he's showing like more emotion. He's, he's, I like it, but I don't like it. The fact that he's like he's taking it, taking more of the blame. Like mm-hmm. I like it because like okay, like he's trying to be the leader, he's trying to be leader of the team, blah blah. But I don't like it because the whole mental health issue. You know, I don't want it to be 
him like constantly like bringing himself down on it like it's just yeah it's just like from a like a, from a humanist standpoint it's not it's not a it's not good so you know i just i want him to know that we all love him and mm-hmm. not to be so hard on himself because like this is his first year in the league like he's been really great and he's a, he's still adjusting like you know this yeah this schedule is crazy like you know even though he, he did play like he played um professionally like it's still hard you know mm-hmm. it is what it is so i just wanted to make sure he knows like we love him so yeah it's for him not to stress too much about it and also oh shit chris stops you gotta talk about chris stops just for a couple minutes all right cool because <laughs> chris stops had his very first five on five practice this week he did oh that's right he did thank you yes. Bryce, for letting us know about that so yeah, absolutely, man. It, obviously, we didn't get any video of it because he had his five-on-five five before the media was allowed in. But, oh my goodness, it is so good to know that like he's healthy. He he had his first three-on-three three practice a couple weeks ago. He's having five-on-fives now. He's traveling with the team every single every single game. I'm really, really excited to watch Kristaps play next year. Oh, dude, me too. I don't, I, I, we'll see what position. I want him to play power forward just because... I don't think he could like really bang with the um, with the centers, but mm-hmm. you know we'll see how the roster shapes out shapes out next next year. Yeah, I think somebody mentioned that it may be best to see him play center on offense and power forward on defense. Oh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, a really good idea. Yeah, with with, with ever changing ways that teams play, I think it just have somebody next to him that can bang down low, and it'll be fine. Oh yeah, I think that'd be good. It doesn't really matter what position you call it. He's going to be okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, super 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 excited to watch Kristaps play. Now we'll move on to our next topic, which is going to be our beer topic for the week. Um I'll let you go first, but uh this week we wanted to talk about just our first experiences having craft brew and kind of how we got into it to begin with. All right. So, guys, story time. So, um, I was in a fraternity, um, in college, really, really close with a lot of the people that I, I went to school with, went, was in the fraternity with for a while. I'm still pretty close, but, you know, I guess he was often. Anyway, so, one of my fraternity brothers got married about, I'd say, four or five years ago. And at this mm-hmm. point, I had just graduated college. So I was still like super broke, you know, didn't really have a job yet. Um, you know, so like my whole beer experience from that point was okay. Like Dos Equis, Bud Light, you know, stuff like that. Shiner was like the big thing. Yeah. Um, like so, definitely college brews. Like, yeah, like definitely. Like I'm in college. college you know, drinking. Yeah. So um, I remember he, so I remember my friend was, was getting married and he had, um, he had like bought just like a bunch of a uh, community brewery brew uh, brews, um, and in particular like a lot of the IPA like the Mosaic IPAs, and um, I never had I never had an IPA before, and I kind of knew about I kind of it was like kind of a meme mm-hmm. at the time, of like it's still kind of a meme of like oh like this is like the hipster like this is all the hipsters drinking stuff like that, and um, so I had my first one ever. First, first yeah. ever, like I would consider, like you know, a um, craft brew. Drank it and I hated it. <laughs> okay. I 
hated it, dude. Like, it was, like, that's when I realized, okay, like, I don't like IPAs. Like, that was, like, okay, cool. Like, don't like IPAs. And then he had another one. I forgot what it was, though. But it was more of a weedy, like, weedy um, uh, craft, craft, craft beer. And so I had that, and I was like, this is way more my style, like, and like I get the I get the appeal of IPAs for a lot of people because I've had it explained to me so many times, you know. But like I just I can't get into it unless like I'm already like I've already been drinking a little bit, and so like the taste like doesn't bother me as much. Okay. <laughs> it's very weird, but like that was my first experience with it, and um, ever since then, like I just like I like to go out and I like to like I like to go to new places and try new try new beers like. Even it's things I don't really like. I think at um, because I went to Bankhead last week, mm-hmm. and they have um a Hefeweizen that has like big has like banana in it. Okay. <laughs> and it's really good. I was like, whoa, okay, like I I fuck with this. Okay, great. Yeah. So you know, like I'm always trying to try new things. Like if like when I go to travel places now, it's like I have to go like to a craft beer place and try their own craft beer. Like. When I go to Hawaii, like that's what I'm gonna be doing. You know, one day I'm gonna try to go do that and stuff like that. So, do you remember the the, the wheat beer that you had? Was it from Community as well, or was it from somewhere else? I don't else? think it was from. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was from Community. Okay, because Community has their wit beer, and I wasn't sure if that that's what you had had. No, it wasn't that. No, because I remember like they had like, it's like I don't know. It was, it was almost like they were sponsoring the wedding or something like that because they had like, they had like the logo like on the like somewhere in the wedding like venue and i was like oh this is kind of weird but okay okay you know so yeah no i understand like the the beauty about craft brew and and the beauty about beer in general is that there are so many different kinds of beer so you know there are those people that are ipa heads and i understand that i i like a good hop ford brew but it's also good that there are other beers available that you like and that they're better than your typical Budweiser or Coors or Miller or, you know, a- anything else that's made from these big industrial bins. So mm. you don't have to like IPAs to like craft brew. And I think that that's something that is hard for people to know because at the end of the day, the craft brew scene for a lot of people is IPA heads. Like that's the first thing that they see when they hear about the craft brew scene. Like, Oh man, I don't know about craft brews because I tried an IPA once and it was terrible. I didn't like it. It's like, of course not because most, most big market beers in the U S are not hop forward beers Mm. and getting that insane hit of hoppy, and and citrus notes and all that stuff is, is really really weird for somebody that's never had a beer like that yeah. before. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll talk about my first experience with craft brew, and this is gonna come back ooh almost six years ago now. Um, when the Alamo Draft House in Richardson opened up, so something that we don't really talk about here, but uh, I'm a very, very, very big movie buff, and I've known about Alamo Draft House before they came to DFW, but I had never been to one. Um, their big thing is like they've got they're a dine-in theater, but they also have 
um, instead of commercials before the movie starts, they do like this awesome dedicated pre-show to the the movie. Um, And also they have a very, very, very strict no talk, no text policy inside of their theater, which is the reason that I go, even if I don't get food while I'm there. Um, But the other thing is, is that they have a bar that's attached to the movie theater. And instead of having your typical industrial beers, they have craft brew on draft. And so I was like, well, I'm here. I want to experience it. And so I just started trying uh, craft beers. And and so because I would go to the movie theater once every week or once every two weeks, I would just I would tell myself, even if I don't like the beer, I'm going to buy one beer that I've never had before. Um, and, and that was my introduction in, into the craft brew scene. Um, and then after that, I started following, you know, different breweries specifically. Petty Colas was the first big, I say big in the craft scene. The first big brewery that I started to follow, it's like, I would try Velvet Hammer. I would try Sledgehammer. I would try, uh, Golden Opportunity. Anything that Petty Colas put out, I would try it no matter what. Nice. Um, and they were the first they were the first brewery that I fell in love with. And now it's like if I go somewhere and they say that they have craft brew on draft, but they don't have a velvet hammer, they're they don't have craft brew on draft. <laughs> <laughs> like I I'm really, really sorry, but if you if you're in DFW and you don't have Velvet Hammer on draft, you don't sell craft brew craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's my own that's my own personal gauge because and the reason that I say that is because if they don't have Velvet Hammer, then they're not going to have anything from the smaller breweries either. Yeah. So, because Velvet Hammer is like the introduction into DFW craft brew scene, in my opinion. Um, even though it's a very hot Ford beer and it's something that you probably wouldn't like, it, it's it's the staple. It's it's it, it's um, what would you call it? It's a cornerstone. Yeah, in, I remember. Scene. Yeah. I remember you telling me about it like last year, and I was like, oh, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, not really into no. like hoppy beers. So. No, that's fine. I tell yeah. a lot of people like, listen, you're probably not gonna like this beer if you've never had craft beer before. Yeah. But it 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 is really really good, and yeah. if you ever start liking hop forward beers, even just a little bit, or you want to try one, yeah. try this because it's really good and, and it's very consistently good. I mean, but, shit, and, like, my girlfriend loves, like, hoppy stuff, and I'm like, man, like, I just can't, I just can't do it, man, <laughs> like. Well, it's kind of like red and white wines, you know? It's, yeah. It's very similar in that sense. But anyway, it's like, if you go to a place and they don't have Velvet Hammer, then they're not going to have anything from, like, Austin Beer Works, which is further away, but still smaller. Yeah. They're not going to have anything from uh, Community, probably, even though Community's bigger than Petty Colas, I think. They're not going to have anything from Martin House. They're not going to have anything from Oak Highlands. They're not going to yeah. have anything from, from these smaller places. If they say that they sell craft beer and they don't have Velvet Hammer, their craftiest beer is probably going to be a deep of IPA. Like, honestly speaking. <sighs> fucking IPAs. <laughs> well, and, and also, fucking deep of They've been selling the same shit for 10 years and haven't changed anything. Yeah, no, they haven't. <laughs> so that's our beer experience uh yeah. we'll, we'll talk about something different beer wise next week and uh, we're both going to intrinsic today uh 
after this is up, so don't try and meet us there. I'm really sorry if you try and Yeah, go. please don't try and meet us there. Like, we're just... Um, but... Love y'all still, but no. <laughs> what's that? What'd you say? Uh, I said, love y'all still, but no. <laughs> well, I mean, they won't even know about it till after this podcast is up, so no big deal. True. Um, but yeah, so we'll have something new beer-wise to talk about next week. Maybe we'll talk about our favorite beer of the week or something like that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about it. Um, the last thing that we'll talk about this week, or actually two last things. Why don't you do your shout-outs for the followers of the week? All right, guys. So we have... I, I mentioned this. I was a little drunk when I mentioned it on Twitter a while back, a couple, like little past week. But because we really aren't shit without y'all, um, I wanted to shout out a few people every every week. You know, just people who maybe interact with us or people who like do really cool shit and just you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we have two on tap this week. Um, first, I want to shout out to Mavs Marie. Um, on Twitter, her, her at is Mavs Marie. Um, she traveled to Colorado, um, not knowing if the, the game was going to be canceled or not because of the that weird vortex thing going on up there. Yeah. And um, you know, tra- like brace, like the brace the blizzard, like went, got pictures with both Luca, her boyfriend, and our dad, Dirk Nowitzki, which is super fucking cool. So I'm super happy yeah. that she finally was able to get those pictures and kind of see every see them like see them you know up and close and everything. I thought that was badass. Um, let's see who else. The other person that I wanted to shout out is, and I'm sorry if I get if I get this name wrong because um, because I'm really pronunciation's bad at, hard. Yeah, I'm bad at I'm bad at pronouncing this. Um. It's at Matthias or Matthias uh, Hertig from Germany who has basically supported us from day one. Like he's really a yep. day one guy for us. And he's like, he is always interacting with us. You know, like whenever I see his notification pop up, I'm like, holy shit. Like I love this guy all the time. Yep. Um so yeah, I think like guys two for... o'clock in the morning in Germany, and he's going and liking our tweets and, and communicating with us, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, yeah, like it's amazing, and uh, you know, like I'm just I'm so happy that you guys follow us, you guys listen and stuff like that. Like it means a lot to us when you guys listen. It's you know, it just it's, at least someone is willing to like hear out like our our very like improf- unprofessional like bullshit. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're both really great followers. Uh, they're both day ones as well. Like, oh, yeah. uh, overall, they're also just great Twitter follows in general. So check them yeah. out. Uh, we really appreciate both of you for everything that you do for us on the podcast, for us on Twitter, and just in general. You're both great people. Mm-hmm. So lastly, we're going to talk about our fan poll. Oh, yeah. B-A-L-O-L. Yeah. And... How fucking tired Steve Curry is of Draymond Green. <laughs> man, this shit was coming, but <laughs> yeah, I could just see it, man. I think like this season for the Warriors is a little weird, you know, because they got the stuff with KD, they got stuff yeah. with Draymond, they got the stuff with um, Boogie, you know, like I think 
you know, this might this really could be like the last year of their like of their at least like the big five, I guess. You know, like KD may leave next year or something like that. But Draymond may may want to command a lot of money, way more money than he's worth. You know, stuff uh, like that, that. That's the rumor is that Draymond wants a, a max, and I don't think that the Warriors are going to do that. No, and which would be hilarious because it's like they've been like promoting the whole like team thing forever, like. What is it like? Run as on what their what strength and numbers or whatever like their yeah hashtag has been for a while now. It's always like it's a cohesive effort, and then like this guy is just like. And I'm trying to so what happened a couple games ago? I think it was against the Suns of all people. Shout out to Suns Reddit, you know. Um, so they lost against the Suns, mm-hmm. which was wild because. It's the Suns. I mean, we lost against them too, but we're also bad. So it's, you know, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, so they lost to the Suns. And apparently, like, there was a little lip reading going on, like, in Twitter, like, people who are, people who just, like, are just, you know, because the NBA, we, 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 like, we thrive on drama. Like, we're very yeah. messy about drama. <laughs> and, uh, it's true. So, that's why we're talking about it. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think like Hoop Central or I think it might have been CJ Fol- uh, Folger on Twitter. Um, CJ Folger said, um, "I'm so fucking tired of Draymond." Is what it looks like. Um, we but we don't know if anything came after because they cut the commercial right after it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out what the context was of this. Of I think they were already down. Or yeah, they might have well, been. I think- uh, I don't, I think Kerr talked about it afterwards, and he was saying it, it was something about like what was going on on the court at the moment, which makes sense. It's just also funny. Yeah, it's just funny because it's like, well, I mean, like, I get like being like in the moment mad because I do that all the time, you know. But I almost feel like this has been stewing for a while, just like yeah, all the stuff that's going on in their organization. Like even like even going back to last year when they had like when they were like. It was weird, like, last year in the postseason, like, they seemed to not, like, like each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And this year is, like, even more so that. And it's, like, of course, like, everyone's going to put the microscope on them because they are, like, they're the most um, dominant team of all time, basically, you yeah. know? But still, it's, like, I think it's funny as fuck, so. And it's even funnier because I think Steve Kerr said, he joked about it, like, the next day, and he was, like, he said he didn't say like he said something else. He said that he was like, oh my god, what do you say? I forgot. What he I said forgot. Something. It do, it doesn't matter. He said something stupid. Yeah, he said something that was like, oh, like this is like this. This is actually what I really said, and it was just something like kind of eh, whatever. <laughs> but I want to believe that there's turmoil and you know things are going to be going down soon. <laughs> so I'm telling you, if, if they lose like one game like in the playoffs and it's because of like a dumb like KD or like Draymond like possession. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to like Twitter is going to explode. Yeah. Like it's going to react so quick and I'm so excited. So <laughs> See, the thing is, it's like, I don't hate the warriors as much as everybody else does because it's good to have a villain in the NBA and the warriors are the villain. And if it weren't the warriors, it would be the rockets because nobody likes James Harden in the way exactly. that he plays basketball. Um, except for Rockets fans, which makes sense. Um, but it, it's just, it's funny, but also sad watching the, the demise of the Warriors be themselves. 
because yeah. this is the last. This is very, very likely the last year that they're going to be the most dominant team in the NBA. Yeah, KD, come to come to Dallas, dude. Got some guys for you. It's so funny. So like we don't talk about this very often, uh, but the I'm going to speak KD to Dallas into existence episode still gets listens every single week. A few people download that episode, and it remains the most listened to episode of all time on this That's podcast. That's hilarious, dude. I love it. <laughs> like, so if anybody says that they had KD to Dallas before me, you can go fuck yourselves. Because yeah, I you, had it first. Yeah, you said that shit, and I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. So, <laughs> I said it, like, right after the Kristaps trade. Uh, oh, you did. God damn, you did, dude. That's crazy. Oh, man. And I like I think like even like Amic is like yo like he should check out like Dallas as a destination and I'm like yep. yes fucking Alex <laughs> did it dude like <laughs> I'm making it happen I'm I'm convinced that Katie follows us on one of his burner accounts and he oh, listens so, to dude. the podcast and he knows that somebody likes him therefore he's gonna come here Katie come on the podcast dude we can talk <laughs> it out you, it'd be Bill Simmons style oh absolutely dude. <laughs> I will show the shit out of <laughs> the Pavs and him. <laughs> like, but yeah, oh, I think man. that that's going to wrap up another episode of the Hoops and Have a Bison's podcast. Uh, we're going to keep trying this structure, uh, for, at least for the remainder of the season. And again, give us feedback on Twitter, um, letting us know how you like the new format and everything Please. like that. Yes. Um, we're going a little bit longer every week, but it also feels like we're getting a better flow with it personally. Yeah. Um, also, you know, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, whatever you use, whether it's iTunes, Google Play, or a dedicated podcast app, or even Spotify. Um, make sure to give us five stars if you do use iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Hoops and Hefe uh, for the podcast and where I normally tweet. Uh, you can follow me at Alex D. Maldo for other bullshit other than sports. And you can follow uh, you, Ruben, at Reddit Mavericks on Twitter. Um, until next week, guys, have a great one. All right, guys, have a good day.